Welcome to Generation Social Media Podcast. We produce this podcast and we hope that you find value in what we have to say. We're not trying to sell anything and we do not have sponsored ads on this these episodes, but if you do find value, please share with your friends, your family on social media. Our goal is to provide you with helpful information that you can take to your business or brand. You don't have to be a millennial to be socially savvy. We believe anyone can join Generation Social Media, and your journey starts now. This is the Generation Social Media Podcast by Chatterkick. Welcome back to another episode of Generation Social Media. I am Beth Trejo, CEO of Chatterkick. I have Kelsey Martin, um, our COO, and she's done all the things at Chatterkick. She's been here for eight years. And um, we are going to talk today about banning people specifically from Facebook. Um, We have uh, this question asked at speaking events, and we wanted to kind of give you some insight on what our take is on this subject as well as what we've seen happen. I feel like both ways. This is a question that when people run up to you, like this is the, if you ever get a question asked on the street, yeah, it's like someone ran up to you and be like, I have this really annoying person or I have this person like, when is it okay to ban someone from my page? And like, what is the appropriate, like am I, I'm obviously sensitive to this, like is it okay to ban them or not? Right, well let's first start by just laying some of the vocab out on the table because I think there's a lot of words people use like banning and blocking and deleting comments and hiding comments. Let's, why don't you just kind of tell people what the difference is between banning, blocking, hiding comments and deleting. Okay, so banning is for business pages. it was really interesting. Like I always go and do more research and like look up what Facebook's stance on this. And I didn't expect to find anything other than like the instructions on how to ban, but they actually have a recommendation on when to ban. So Facebook actually recommends banning people who continually publish spam on your page. Um, when you ban someone from your page, they'll still be able to share content from your page to other places on Facebook. So that's something that's really important to know. Like you're not going to, remove your account from their entire existence they can still share content from your page to other places but they'll no longer be able to publish content to your page they will not be able to like or comment on any of your pages posts and they won't be able to message your page directly so it doesn't delete you from all existence on facebook but it does add a barrier for them interacting with you in that way um but you can ban and unban someone at any given time. Like you can go back and say, you're no longer in our in timeout here on this <laughs> right. page. Like we welcome your positivity back on the page. Um, blocking is not something that you can do as a page, but that is what it's called on a personal page. So if you have a frenemy or whatever people are blocking people for these days, that's on your personal page. Um, you also asked about deleting comments. Um, you can delete and hide comments, but we're going to get into when that's an appropriate thing to do and when it's not. Um, a lot of the times when you, if you hide a comment, that person and their friends can still see it. Um, and so it gets to be this strategy that you're kind of adding fuel to the fire. A lot of the times that everybody else can see it, but they are the, the visitor's 
very aware that you're hiding their stuff. Yeah, it doesn't give them a notification. Same thing with no, banning. It doesn't right. say like Chattercake has banned you from their page. No, it's just a secret move and all of a sudden not be able to do some of the things that they were able to do before. The other thing that no one ask, asks about, because I don't know when you would really need this, but it is a feature, but you can, I guess I do have a scenario for this one, but you can have the option to remove someone who likes your page at any given time too. So you can basically just say they're no longer liking our page. It just removes them from getting things in their in their newsfeed organically as a like on their page. Um, this is a good option for people who you don't want following your page posts on their newsfeed um, in the newsfeed of their friends. But pages are a public space, so they can still see the content. If they search you out. If they search you out and they go look for it. Um, but I also just like knowing the algorithm if someone doesn't like your page, but they're still engaging with all your posts, like they're going to see your content anyways. So I think the only strategy, the only time that I would really use like removing someone from your page, and we see this on ads, is if somebody comments like, I don't want to see your stuff anymore, right. then I would remove them from liking the page. Right. Because most users don't really understand how Facebook works. Um, and a lot of business owners are still trying to figure that out. It is still the case that if you have a thousand people that like your page, so they have hit the like button and they like your page, does not mean a thousand people are going to see your content every single time. Right. Same thing with your personal accounts. And so I think that's just an important reminder for people. Um, I don't have the reason why, but it just, it's not the case. So that's kind of the Facebook verbiage. Like, where do you feel like, Beth? Like, where is your to ban and not to ban? Like, where's the line? If you could put I think a definition. When for you it. said timeout, it's a perfect example. Um, I have young kids, and it is kind of that when they need a timeout, right? It's when somebody is coming to your page and they're either bullying, they're using profanity in ways that you're not comfortable with. Um, if they are hate speech violating violating HIPAA. yeah HIPAA um if you're in healthcare so i think there's some very obvious things that people can ban them for i think where i would be very cautious is if they just say something that you don't agree with you're just offended by or it. you're yeah. offended by it a lot of times what happens is a angry customer or a former employee will go on your page and they will leave a bad review or they'll leave a comment on your your posts. And that kind of stuff is just, they're angry. And if you ban them in the moment, they'll somehow figure it out and they're <laughs> going to go on their personal account and smack, like trash your business. And it just becomes more dramatic than it really needs to be. A lot of the times, the best case scenario is just try to pacify and calm, like take it offline, get right. a phone call, like, just give them a second to cool down before you respond on that scenario um, or sometimes respond immediately and try to get them on, a, on the phone. But so, so you're saying when you read reviews or comments or whatever it is, there's a lot of the times there is a little bit of legitimacy. Like, right. I, you know, I've moderated a lot of pages and there are some crazy stories out there. And, you know, the first response that we get from business owners is like, that's just not true. Yeah. That's a lie. We got to get rid of this. And it's like, okay, well, they're probably embellishing a lot. They're mm -hmm. heated. They're, if they're posting to social, it's not because they're usually in a neutral space. Right. They're either really excited or really upset. But you do need to have that conversation of 
the customer service, like in real life, not just online of like, like you said, trying to get them on the phone, talk to them in person, take care of it. Um, but what happens if you can't, if there's no rationale there either way, everybody's just hot. Everybody's just mad. Right. And you, you can't seem to come to a resolution when you make that decision to ban somebody like you said with your kids, like if you if you're gonna take someone and put them in timeout, I know your kids and they're sweet <laughs> angels. But I'm guessing that when you say go to your room, timeout, yeah. they're not like okay, right? No, no. And then it's a, <laughs> it's a fire at that point. But but that's gonna happen. It is. It's gonna like happen. it's gonna bleed over. Like this is a serious. I guess in real life, this is not right. Right. But you're taking hot button like you're taking the the option for somebody to use their voice associated with your business and you're removing that so you know that well, people will go up in arms about that about you know first amendment blah blah right. blah not blah 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 that really isn't fair right. but you know what i mean yeah they'll get into the point of you know you're censoring the, me the the truth seekers yeah. and we see these people that just really um, feel the need to voice their opinions at all times. Now, I think repeat offenders or people that are not adding any value um, or just a lot of negativity sometimes makes sense to ban. And I think, again, a lot of this stuff... I would, like negativity as in like towards your brand and towards your business or does it have to get to like they're calling out specific people in your business? Like, I mean, yeah, that I would... It all feels bad. So I'm just trying, like, how do we help businesses discern whether this is someone who's just temporarily angry or somebody who is trying to defame or whatever it is to your business? Like, I feel like when I see our clients or, you know, people in the community who reach out to me and they're sending me a screenshot, like, oh my God, what do I do with this? You know, I'm reading it as a completely third party, right. so I'm not very sensitive to whatever the situation is. But they know, like, they just commented about Linda, and Linda is going through cancer, and she's right. the sweetest person in the world. And, like, I also love Linda. I don't know her, but I'm also not that, like, I'm not privy to that information, and neither probably is this person. But is that, like, we love Linda, we're banning this person? Or yeah. when does it get to that point? I mean, I don't think that I have any direct answers for that, but I do think that I would have someone else look at your account. Like, not your coworker. Someone who else isn't. Someone who isn't in there. And just say, like, go through our posts. Is there anything that you notice? Don't ask them. Go see if you can tell if this guy's really if angry. <laughs> if I should ban it. But most of the time, the stories that we tell in our heads are probably more dramatic than what other people read it to well, me, which is, what you were, <laughs> which is what you were saying. And I think um, it's also the case is if you get zero interaction except for this one person True. who is really angry and really upset, that may be a different play because that's the only interaction you're getting. And so I, I think there's a larger issue at play there if that's the only interaction you're getting. But I would consider banning someone at that point if they're just constantly negative And, you know, it's kind of like in a town hall meeting. If you have that guy that's like always a jerk, just you'd ask him to leave. Okay, so that's that's actually a really good way to decide banning or not, right? We're all in a room together. Is this person just like the guy there that's just like, well, he's always going to say something and it's really, it's just loud. Right. Or is this completely disruptive to 
everybody else. Right. And you'd ask them to leave. And I think that is, if you don't have the courage to go up to someone and ask them to leave the room, then like just <laughs> like that, you should not do it on Facebook because it's the same concept. Like that, it takes courage. It takes a little bit of like, I believe what I'm doing is right. Right. And if you don't think you could go up to someone face to face and do the same thing, I think that's probably where that should fall on social. Fair enough. I didn't even think about that, but you're also going to have like, did you know that that page banned Steve? Yeah. Like that's crazy. <laughs> oh, and they, it happens all the time, especially if it's political or you're a business with a lot of customers or you have a big reach. Um, oh yeah. We see that happen all the time. Like, well, everybody, this page banned me. They aren't letting me use my voice. And then they make this big hoopla go leave about bad it. reviews. Yeah, yeah. go leave re bad reviews on their Google page. It is something to think about because we have seen that multiple times of, you know, a situation where, you know, it, it did cross the line and it, they were posting pictures of employees or they were, it just was going beyond like, you know, almost into like a criminal scenario. Uh -huh. Um, and so we did make that option, choose that option to ban it. We documented everything yeah, screenshot and we everything. save it so that, you know, if this does become a bigger issue or you never know what's going to happen after the fact that we know exactly the timeline of what happened, when it happened, these were all the actions that we took. Like this is, we even called these three times, like we logged everything, um, but then after the fact, they did that same exact thing of like, these guys banned me, go leave bad reviews. And their family did like, we started getting reviews from their cousins. And in those situations, like you just have to be ready to deal with the right. crisis mode and repercussions of that. But the reality is, is they had like seven cousins. They were bad reviews all the bad reviews had the same last name and they all said the same thing. And I think you talk about this in a couple of other episodes, people will re read into that and understand like, okay, this is just right. this person and their families, but like on the bad review side and understand that they're not legitimate. Right. But I think that that is a real fear for businesses like starting that firestorm. Yeah. And I think it, it probably is validated. I mean, people, they forget really quickly, but they also get passionate really quickly when they don't have to be face to face. Right. There's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a level of, um, I think gumption when you don't have to like actually have someone right. in front of you and to say something mean. Um, I think the other scenario is don't forget if this is an ad, a paid ad and they're commenting on the ad, totally different strategy. Nice transition. That's where I was going next. <laughs> because that is not something I would recommend banning someone for commenting on an ad um, because it's, you can shut the ads off and right. the ads don't live forever. So you okay so that kind of walks into the deleting comments hiding comments um i think one of the safe spaces to delete a comment totally warranted if you're doing an ad and it's paid for uh you actually have the ability to delete a comment right if it's not on the if it's not on your actual timeline nobody can go back and find that ad anyways unless you're super savvy in the facebook world but I think it's okay to delete comments, negative comments, negative feedback on an ad. I agreed. Like you don't even have to ask any questions. This is a paid for scenario. Like unless, although we have you seen still need to deal with them. You still need to deal with them. And we have seen backlash on that. Again, people don't know how it works. They don't know how Facebook works. And so if it's deleting comments and it's a already fueled, um, whether it's political or there's a hot button issue, it has led to more like people coming in and being like, they're deleting my comments. They're deleting my comments. 
So there is some things to watch for on that. But if it's just one negative post or even just something a little bit weird that you're like, what is going on here? Why did they say this on this ad? Like, hi, hi, Joe. (laughs) Tell mom I said hi. Like real. That's real. real. You could just hide that one. You could hide it or you can delete those. I have. Okay, we ran. We Chatterkick for ourselves like doesn't really do ads, which blows people's minds sometimes. Like we maybe spent a thousand dollars in advertising over the last eight years. But I did run a campaign, like a really small campaign. I think it was like 50 or 100 bucks a couple of months ago. And we targeted people who are a little bit more savvy in this space. And so one of the comments that we got on one of our ads was like, a traffic campaign, huh? Nice. (laughs) And I was kind of looking at it and I just was like, you know, the response to this could go either way. I'm kind of a like, let's keep going on this conversation and like, yeah, what do you think about it, Joe? But um, I actually decided to delete it because I felt like I didn't know where this guy was coming from. And it was an ad that was getting a lot of traction otherwise. So I ended up deleting it. He didn't say anything after that, but I just made that decision to do that. And just because I didn't like where he was maybe going with it. Right. You didn't want to you didn't want to poke the bear. <laughs> no. Sometimes I will. Like <laughs> I definitely will, especially on behalf of the brand. Like I'll we have reasons for everything that we're doing and it was strategic. It wasn't you know, whatever. But anyways, I did decide to delete that comment and I think it's just I took into consideration that he's going to go post that on our page and you know, say these guys don't know what they're doing, but I did it anyways. Yeah, I think there's a lot. The more that you do this stuff, the more confident you get in terms of like, this makes sense. I have a reason why I'm doing it. I think a lot of businesses are just trying to figure out what do I say? How do I say it? How do I get to all these messages? What what do we do with this guy that we know locally? You know, a lot of that, if you're a small business, you probably know the, that person, right? <laughs> or their family. We keep saying yeah. guy, poor, poor men. <laughs> um, it could be a gal. females on this yeah. podcast today. Um, but in most of the cases, you it's hard to do it when you know somebody. Yeah, definitely. But again, they're not going to get a notification, so don't have to worry as much about that. Okay. I really love the... To think about it, if you were standing in a room together, like, would you ask them to leave your event or would you not ask them to leave your event? That's a really good way. Just for the technical side of things, how to ban someone, you can actually ban them like in the comment as you hover over their name. Um, Or you can go to your page, page settings, and then there's like a tab that says it's called people and other pages. And that has a list of people that you have banned or you can ban directly in that section. So if you are someone who has just taken over a page or hasn't been the long-standing owner manager of a page, go see if anybody is right. banned on your page now, and if you're willing to let them come back to the party or not. Right. Try to get the scenario of what's going on with that. Okay, so I have a anything else you want to add before I jump into this user? Nope. What are we calling them? Let's do it. Time time spent user. Okay, so this one was submitted via Facebook over, um, this was a couple of months ago. So this timeline has changed a little bit, but this is a female in her mid forties who is in the rural telecom space. Um, but she did want me to know that she also shares her phone with a 10 year old. So her time is skewed a little bit, but she started the ones that is not her. So this is a really interesting one because it's kind of a profile of two different people. Um, so this is, time of like the last seven days when I got this Facebook was still number one by far there was like 10 hours 
um, on Facebook, and then it was messages, Safari, and then Messenger. I don't know if we've seen that in the top two platforms yet. Um, and then Snapchat, which had a star next to it. Um, Google.com, that was like, that specific one came up. That had a star next to it. And then the other one that was in the top was like uh, that app, Lumosity, that like brain game app, that was in the top and that also had a star by it. So like the platforms are really... Facebook, Messenger, Snapchat, and then the Lumosity is like a game. But that's how these pair. So Kelsey's looking at a screenshot of of someone's phone usage by app. So that's right. what, just as a reminder, we do that at the end of each of these podcasts. And really, that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast was to talk about different generations and how they're using social media. So I think this one's really interesting because, again, two generations, two generations <laughs> it's a young person and it is, you know, someone who is probably well, obviously working and r- r- managing a family. And um, I think... The thing that I'm a little surprised at is that there's no Instagram. Yeah, not at all. Um, and but obviously, this person monitors phone use, right? Because they're sharing device. Yeah. So if that's just an in-house rule of no Instagram, then there's no Instagram. Yeah. I I love Instagram. I was having this conversation with one of my friends the other day about it, and I think that... Um, in order to really see the value of some of these platforms, you need to make sure that you're like following the right people. Like, you know, and I'm not saying that True. Like, the wrong people will ruin any of these platforms. <laughs> but I think, you know, Facebook is pretty obvious. You follow your friends and family. Like yeah. that's most of the time what we see. Instagram, though, I think some people follow their close connections and kind of use it as a second Facebook and other people follow brands or fashion or cars or yeah. topics humor accounts or humor or you know pop culture and celebrities so I think it's just really interesting um the way that people are using it the other one I think is interesting so the star by it means that her that's her child yes 10 year old yes using snapchat that's interesting as well because I do see a lot of people in multiple demographics use snapchat but they're just using it very differently um, a lot why, of kids. Why aren't people talking about Snapchat anymore? I don't know. I feel like it is kind of quieted down a little bit because of the rise of and popularity of TikTok, just capturing a lot of people's attention right now. Um, Instagram is just a huge player in the mix. They're just really killing it right now. And Facebook is just has so many people that they have a real stronghold as well. Um, and LinkedIn, same. But Snapchat is kind of um, quieted down in terms of how people are talking about it. Um, I still think it's a very popular messaging app for a lot of like high schoolers and young people. They don't text. They'll just snap each other um, in some circles. But um, I I think that the fact that you can get those filters on other accounts is also really uh, probably a struggle for Snapchat because they were the only ones you could get the augmented reality kind of. But do you think it's the argument of like, are the other platforms doing the filters better or is it just the overall platform experience is better so people are like these filters aren't good enough but they're or like they're not great they're not as good as snapchat but they're good enough like what do you think the draw is i don't know i think that a lot of people gravitated to snapchat because of the fact that it didn't live forever and a lot of these other platforms have integrated that that. 
And so now you don't even have to leave Instagram to watch your TV, play with your filters, um, search hashtags, and send people dissolvable messages. Like it's all within the app. And so I think that kind of takes away that one friction point of like, okay, now I got to open another app. I already (laughs) just talked to these same people. I never really got into Snapchat, but your family did. Do you guys still snap? Yeah. I, I definitely check Snapchat once, maybe two to three times a day. That's less than what it used to be. No. I, I feel like we looked at I your let, phone use like back in the day. I do. I'm really like, <laughs> I like the subscriptions on Snapchat. Like I like oh, okay. a lot of those, like they're real trashy, but um, <laughs> you know, it's different articles and entertainment I stuff. recently it's not valid news by any means you're like coming in with all the facts or just more the trash of it's a hundred percent like celebrity gossip well but I do enjoy it news is news <laughs> I me up to date I recently got um you know we have a snapchat rep and I they sent me a bunch of docs and because I had a conversation with them of like you know kind of it's a local thing regional thing but it's like it's hard to get businesses to to do ads on snapchat and you know we see the value but those trends in these conversations are they're a tough sell and so they sent me like every deck every one cheater that they have like here use this like give this and so i recently got just like reacclimated with snapchat and some of the features they've come a long way in tracking um they have like swipe to call now oh wow for certain businesses and certain ad platforms so i definitely wouldn't you know put that platform on a shelf i think using it as a business is really challenging if you're going to go the organic strategy and like snap like actually post consistently but the ad platform is like an untapped like golden scenario that people are just not even talking about it's cheap the you can reach a ton of people locally regionally and the features are like they're really building in the features plus they a lot of your well you shouldn't make content that looks like ads but right. if you make things that look like you made them in snapchat they can be really a cheap right. strategy to make low barrier to entry yes and they do so well yeah i mean just putting your face on them and telling people about your latest product like selfie version yeah, yeah. It, it's so easy and i, I do think that that works. And there isn't a lot of local businesses on it. So it's a really great opportunity. And again, people are always worried that they can't reach the right people. Well, if you have ads, you just pick your age. Right. So if you're not trying to reach 20 year olds, just pick the 40 year old. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. And I think it's, um, you don't have to worry about that when you're targeting. Right. All right. Well, cool. That's the episode. <laughs>